You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Started up. That is your Tuesday on BNE. Start of the Big 12 tournament baseball side tomorrow. Also tomorrow, Buck, the defending national champion Texas men's golf team will tee off in the. Uh, I watched the run. women play a little bit yesterday. Yeah, the women are advanced to the match play round. They're playing well. So yeah, the winning just keeps on continu- continues to keep on over at the 40 Acres. Pretty high level. So right Westlake is leading in golf for going for their sixth. Championship on the high school level. On the high yes, school level, UIL there's some great State. high school golfers here. Well, last week we men know and the, women. Uh, wow! Last week we know Vandergriff won the uh, girls 6A state championship in golf on the women's yep. side. Uh, Westlake in the mix on the boys' side. Can you and, imagine yeah, taking baseball. some of these young guys e on the golf course, smoke you, and getting? Oh, come on! You would think we'd get into their heads while they're getting ready to putt. No. As we stand in their line no, and stand no. behind them. No, no. No. You don't think it would no, bother no. them whatsoever? Stop, stop this conversation. Shout Come out on. to Coach Noakes. Who's the coach there? Coach Noakes, love him. Done a great job. You need to get him on. We've He's been wanting to be on with us. We need to talk to him. He listens to us every Ty, morning. This conversation right here is how we ended up Bucky playing three female golfers one day back in the day. This is back when Bucky was a better golfer than he is right now. Yeah, too. And, and, and those And he those got on la- the radio, popped off out he could beat the ladies. They you know, and the thing about them, they, they're, they're, we ended up playing them for charity and they whooped you. And they were so, the thing about them, you know, they leave their families, and their husbands stay home and just take care of the kids. But these ladies leave them with like nannies and stuff, where they go off and play golf We're get all canceled. day long, all day long. Ty, you could have said that twenty years ago. You can't say that now. You can't stop. Is that how it works, though? It's a gross generalization. <laughs> if, if, if you're a lady golfer, do you automatically have a stay-at-home husband? <laughs> no, yeah, the dudes are at home. No. But at the time, it was true. Come on. It wasn't true then. It's not true now. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, but it is true that the women have the kids. Still can't make those 10-footers, the women, though. It is still true, no matter what anybody says. The women birth the kids. Yes, they do. The women birth the babies. From there, you know, oh. they can all be golfers. Uh, and don't be challenging these young Westlake kids because they will whoop you. Dude, I mean, they, they when have I started the getting swings. They have never felt the needle. Speaking of the needle... Uh, Lou went to get his shots yesterday. I think I can do that. You know, there's certain shots, you know, that I've gone to the vet for, like Yogi has Addison's disease, so he gets a shot a month. My big dog, Yogi, eight years old, Pyrenees. And the originally, my vet, who's an Aggie, fantastic Aggie. Most vets fact, are. And my daughter wanted to go it's to a great Texas veterinary and be, school. A, be a vet. But So he said, you know, you can give the dog this shot, but if you mess up and he doesn't get the juice in him, you're going to have to come back. If we mess up, we just go to the refrigerator, refill, and go again. You will have to pay for the whole thing. Yeah, I think I'm starting to get to the point. I think I can give the Yogi the shot from where I see where the dogs get it. 
I think I can handle that needle. It's not going into you. <laughs> that's true. That's what, <laughs> I started care. to think that. It's exactly the way I was thinking <laughs> yesterday for the first time. It's like before it was like feeling like it was going to hurt me, but I don't know if they feel it. You know that, Ty. You got a great Pyrenees. You, are they, are they my, feeling my that? My great Pyrenees would not let me do that to her. No. No. She wouldn't let you get up there by her shoulder and, and do that. No. Great Pyrenees don't like you to be around their backside either. But no, their hips, they like, don't. She doesn't no. like anything in her feet or anything to be messed with or brushed. E, but I think did you I get the, did you get the flea shot or the flea uh, pill yesterday? Though? I did, I did, I did. They don't do flea baths anymore. They don't. They're they're just the pill. Just the well, pill. The pill is so effective. It just works from the inside. It takes four and... hours, and all of a sudden, those little things are just falling off. Yep, they don't so, like it. All yeah, of a sudden. but I'm still going to bathe. And I it says uh, our man, Chief Legal Steve Foster said, "Bucky got Billie Jean King." Yes, you did back in the day. You popped off. You got beat. What? Yeah, we took it out to the uh, what was it? The right there at the, on 183, the Harvey Peanut. First tee. First tee of Greater Austin, the Harvey Peanut course. There, nine holes. Boy, what a crowd that was! That was, that was fun. A great crowd. You're like we did Michael, the show out there, and you got you got. Schooled. I still got that bag, that Cleveland bag, that <laughs> that tournament bag. That was a good time. Well, that there's none of time. them around now. They're 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 with their kids. Now their kids are grandkids. Well, now, now you're with your grandkids and your dogs. Oh, that's true. Don't pop now. Let's get to the headlines and uh, this the stories. We're of, talking high schoolers, E here. Those are grown women. Dude, just go out to a driving range and watch some of these high school kids swing. That is, they've never had a bad swing flaw. But everybody's been thought. nice to them when they play. Everybody's don't no, stand killers. in the line. They they got no, their arms no, around they, them. They compete. They juniors. got their dads to carry their bags, or a lot of parents. Their girlfriend will carry the bags and stuff. You know, I'm carrying that big tournament bag by myself. You know. You couldn't carry your own bag right now. <laughs> Come on let's, now. Let's not go there either. Let's be honest. They want a piece of this? <laughs> Do they want a piece of this? Come on now. I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of you. All right. All right. Let's get to the headlines, trending topics. We'll tell some other old show stories as well. But uh, first, the news. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Yeah, how about uh, the Denver Nuggets? Break them up. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets have done something that franchise has never done. They're going to the NBA Finals. The Western Conference's top seed and best team all season. Finished off a four-game sweep of the L.A. Lakers last night. Nuggets were down 15 at the half in L.A., thanks in large part to a 31-point eruption from LeBron James in the first 30 minutes. But second half, all Denver. They outscored the uh, Lakers 36-16 in the third quarter, then held on for a 113-111 win. Jokic, another triple-double, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 more assists. That moves him past Will Chamberlain for the most single-season, most triple-doubles in a a single postseason. He was named the MVP, of course, after that 31-point first half. LeBron scored just nine in the second, uh, missed two shots in the final minute, uh, finished with 40 points. Denver will now wait the winner of the Heat Celtics series with Miami up 3 nothing. They can close that out tonight on South Beach. Texas baseball, after their dominating three-game sweep of sixth-ranked West Virginia this past weekend, Longhorns not only have vaulted themselves to the top of the uh, Big 12 tournament as the number one seed this week, they've also vaulted back into the national polls. 38-18 Longhorns rank at number 13. And both Baseball America and the Collegiate Baseball polls out yesterday while rising to 20th in the D1Baseball.com poll and 22nd in the USA Today Coaches poll. Texas will begin play in Arlington as the number one seed tomorrow afternoon facing eight-seeded Kansas at Globe Life Field. Game is scheduled for 12-30. If Texas wins tomorrow, they would play again on Thursday afternoon at 4. A loss tomorrow would put them into a 9 a.m. game on Thursday. Major League Baseball last night, first race Rangers received a rude welcome to Pittsburgh. Pirates taking uh, game one of that Three-game set, 6-4. to four. Astros, meanwhile, open their series in Milwaukee rudely for the home team. They beat them 12-2. to Jordan Alvarez crushed a pair of home runs, including a grand slam. Houston hit five home runs on the game. They've now won eight in a row and eight, 11 of their last 12. And uh, NFL owners 
meeting in Minneapolis, their annual spring meetings. Lots of news coming out yesterday. Owners did approve a rule that allows teams to designate an emergency quarterback on game day, a rule they revived after the 49ers ran out of QBs during their loss to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Also, by a vote of 24-8, to owners passed a resolution to allow Thursday night games to be flex scheduled. Under the one-year trial, the games that could be flexed would only occur between weeks 13 and 17. And the team and the fans would need 28 days' notice that their game was being flexed. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Is Tom Brady going to come out of the stands and become a player at any time for the no. Raiders? No, he's going owner. Well, that Ty, was piece. will he come out one game when they get to be real bad? Who? Sorry, I missed that. Brady, will he come out of the stands? Oh, he could. That well, emergency that was, quarterback. That was a piece of news oh. yesterday from the Twin Cities. The that, emergency uh, quarterback E. Tom Brady's uh, rumored and reported move to purchase a minority stake in the Vegas Raiders, agreed to by both sides and submitted to the league owners for approval. It's on its way. Not Tom a chance, Brady. E, that he comes out of the, out of the owner's won't booth. I won't say never, but not likely. <laughs> He's going to be in the booth. That's the one thing. I mean, remember, he also has signed that huge deal with Fox to be the like lead color man. bucks. And do other things for Fox Network. You know that there that would if he's the owner of the Raiders, right, or part owner, he that would preclude him from doing Raiders games. I would have to assume, as far as just the, I, I would guess. I don't know. They make up the rules. I know. Uh, league also announced the next two Super Bowls this year. You know, it's in Vegas, or this season will wrap up in Vegas in February. But then they're going to New Orleans, which is always a good back time. Back to New Orleans, yes. And uh, back to San Francisco for Super Bowl sixty, Levi Stadium in San Francisco. That flex situation is interesting. Remember, we said when this got thing got tabled back in the uh, in the winter when the winter meetings were going on. Um, we said, watch when the spring rolls around; they'll bring it back because the players don't want it, players' association doesn't want it, uh, but the TV networks want it. Uh, and most notably, Amazon Prime, who, who televises the Thursday night games and pay a lot for it, and which meant when they get back together in the spring, you can expect it to move for, through, and it did. Uh, 24 to 8 was the vote. Uh, among the dissenting voters and owners was Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, and he had a strong statement saying, look, you know, people are going to book tickets to come to our these games months in advance to, you know, book a hotel, come see their team, and if all of a sudden you move it from what was a Thursday game to a Sunday game or from right. a Sunday game to a Thursday game, that's not fair to our fans, but, you know, you know tell that to Amazon Prime. Uh, they don't care. Now look, under the scenario they voted on yesterday, it would only be they're going to they're going to try it this year, and it's only for four weeks of the season. Uh, it's the end of the year, right? And as I said in the headlines, you would have to give 28 days notice, so a month notice essentially that you're flexing the game. Um, and so obviously, what they're trying to avoid is just a terrible game at the end of the season that doesn't mean anything. Played in prime time, they'd rather try to put some some better games there. Um, you know, so. I understand only eight owners voted. Most of the Texans and the Cowboys voted for it, voted in the affirmative. Um, but the Cowboys know they're not getting flexed. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and there's also a limit on the times you can be. But the Cowboys are one of the games that could be moved out of because right now under the new rule, these are the only games that could be booted out of the Thursday night. So essentially what they would likely do is, you know, they would if a game is coming up, a month away that looks, you know, everybody's hurt on one team or they've fallen out of contention. The first game that could be flexed is the Cowboys game November 13th against the Seahawks. Um, Cowboys and Seahawks. I doubt that gets flexed out. The Cowboys never get. I mean, if they're in prime time, they'll be on. Amazon will be happy with that. 
the next game would be December the 7th, which is New England and Pittsburgh. Steelers-Patriots. Highly doubt that is flexed. There's the one that right there that can get flexed. Raiders-Chargers. December the 14th. This is, I think, what Mark Davis is talking about. You know, if our fans or, or the Charger fans, and by the way, Mark Davis had a good shot at the Charger fans. He said, if our fans and all three of the Charger fans in Los Angeles <laughs> How about that? book a trip to come over for a Thursday game and stay into the weekend, and all of a sudden we move it to Sunday, you know, that, that hurts everybody. Uh, but the Raiders, Chargers, and then the Saints-Rams. Saints-Rams, December the 21st. Who knows how good New Orleans will be with Derek Carr, Rams, Seem like a crapshoot at this point. They'll be point. in the division chase with Atlanta at and, that time. And the last Thursday game on the schedule with Amazon is Jets with Aaron Rodgers, Browns with Deshaun Watson. Uh, so those are the five possible flex games. Now, again, they would have to replace that game with another game, too. So there's you know, 10 other teams that would be at least in, under consideration to have to be flexed. Uh, they're going to try it for one year, see how this goes. It passed 24-8. to eight. Can we dive into your coach's corner? It's brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. That's avconsultations.com online. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Somebody said, when is Dallas going to host another Super Bowl? WTF. That's true. Gosh, it's been since, what, 2013 that they held, did the Super Bowl up in North Isn't Texas? Isn't it freezing up there for oh, that? Oh, the ice storm. Ice storm. Ice storm. Yeah. I would like to see another one come back to the Metroplex, but uh, I'm not sure why. Houston's had it a couple times as well. Hey, so um, speaking of passing, things passing, you know, it, it's inside 100 days to the college football season. We know that. But, and, you know, you can find cool little stories out there. ESPN ranked the top 100 quarterbacks or whatever. Oh, great story. Little but Shimmy, you know, Shimmy's not with Michigan any longer. But, yeah, just Shimmy Schembechler's Shimmy, gone. Shimmy's gone. Bo Schembechler's son. See ya. But uh, the real meaty stories in college athletics right now are happening in a couple of places. One with these league, these commissioner or the the league meetings, right? The ACC league meetings last week with the seven Atlantic Coast Conference schools that are clamoring for uneven revenue sharing and want out. The Pac-12 still doesn't have a media rights deal. That thing is is something to keep an eye on the next thirty to, to you know forty five days. And the other one, Buck. I know people hate this, but politicians involved in college athletics, and it's happening on two fronts. Right now, the NCAA, there's a hearing yesterday in Washington, D.C. Like We don't have other issues to deal with. I know that will always be said in there, a debt ceiling crisis going on right yes, now and yes, there other is. things. Well, yesterday in Washington, D.C., the NCAA was there pleading for federal leg- legislation to help them oversee NIL deals and the NIL world um, because the NIL, the NCAA is completely impotent in any of this at this point, and there's... They're wanting, instead of them within the realm of college athletics and the NCAA organizing a body that can oversee NIL and its future, they want Washington to do it. Yeah, they don't want to make up another committee and, they, and deal with their, their pocket pocketbook, their purses right now, that they, they get enough Washington money from to yeah. do it. Yep, I mean, that's exactly right. And so that's happening right now, this week. And there was, a, there was testimony yesterday, and in a letter sent to... The Congress outlining what the NCAA would like from a, a federal college sports bill. They they would want the bill if it's done by the feds. And look, their argument is if you don't if you let every state make up their own rules, you know different you know within each conference teams are playing under different rules just because they play in different states. You know just by natural we need a, a, a national rule a, a national, national com- oversight commissioner 
great. Well, no. Commissionee. No, no, no. No, we're not going to start our own organization and no. organize that ourselves. We're going to ask the brilliant wow. bureaucrats in Washington to do it because they get everything solved, don't they? Uh, That's so silly. But a letter outlining a draft to the to what a bill would look like and what the NCAA wants. They want NIL deals to be allowed because they can't now disallow them. Right. But they this is a key one. Give NCAA legal protection. They would like the U.S. government to give them legal protection if they go in and try to enforce rules. This is the problem, right? The NCAA, this is why they're impotent. Oh, don't sue me. And one of the reasons we are where we are with NIL is all the lawsuits, right? The NCAA was going right. bankrupt, it's defending itself and losing lawsuits. And one of them eventually landed at the Supreme Court and right. got voted 9 nothing. And here we are. Uh, so in this request... I mean, they want to, they want to, they want the feds to push through a rule, our, our our Congress to push through a law that would help them govern NIL, and it would give them NCAA legal protection, uh, so they would be immune to lawsuits. What they want is they want the credit, but they don't want the work either. They also say athletes can't be employees in this bill, and that uh, they would. How about this? This is God. This will make your head blow up. They would like. Congress, the U.S. Congress, to create create a regulatory body to make, enforce, uh, and enforce rules about collectives, boosters, and athletic endorsements. Not them. Now, if you do that, they'll want they'll, the government will say, "Yeah, hell yeah, we like this. We need more power. Give us an opportunity to do it. We'll show you how to do it." Don't ask like for that. The US Don't Congress ask for that. To create across the board, they would like them to create the regulatory body that would make and oversee this. Not no, the NCAA, not the powers that be in college athletics. Yeah, but they still want to get paid, the NCAA. Um, this is insane, but that's not surprising because here's the other part of it. If you go right down the street, we can see the uh, the state capital of Texas right down the road here from our beautiful view on the fourth floor of our Horn headquarters here. Uh, while that's going on, uh, House Bill 2804 has passed the Texas Senate. Uh, after pre- previously flying through the Texas House in late April, Bill was sent back to the House for a few minor changes, but expected to quickly land on the desk of Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, the bill, largely created by the schools in Texas, uh, Texas and Texas A&M and others, uh, would be a bill that would uh, pretty much give Texas um, and the schools the ability to kind of run the NIL deals, essentially. Uh, is what they're doing now. So the sweeping reforms on the local level, so statewide level, aim directly at bypassing NIL oversight. Uh, Texas, of course, one of the biggest players in college and high school sports. This is on the bill. House Bill 2804 has passed the Texas Senate. It's on its way to the governor's desk. I don't want to give them. That. I don't want to give them that kind of power. I mean, the NCA, they don't want it. They want. All, they want all the. The benefits from it, but they don't want to do the work from it. Well, so this new legislation, again, largely helped by the universities to craft, um, because these politicians don't know anything about this. Um, but so you're saying Lindsey Graham doesn't know ball? <laughs> I'll give you a quote coming up on that here in a second at the federal level. But the most notable change in this bill in the state of Texas would provide cover for state schools from being punished by the NCAA. So if we screw up. For any NIL-related violation, including any committed by collectives that have been set up to support student-athletes. In other words, we can continue to try to do things. We can continue to make mistakes, but we're not going to get – nothing's going to happen to us if we do make a mistake. So the NCAA is going to the feds on the statewide level. The schools are going to their state to create protections and rules that are favorable to them. 
and the NCAA is doing nothing. So these guys will never get together. These these presidents, they'll never get together to have a commissioner either that will form a, a group well, hope, that can do all of well, these kind of things and get paid for it. Uh, the U.S. Senate would tell them that in these hearings? Y'all? Oh, no, we're not, doing, no, the, we're not no. doing this for you. Y'all oh, no, go back they're, they're going to say, yeah, oh, we'll take that power. We like that power. Give it to us. If you watch some of this, these uh, witnesses yesterday, these panelists that the, they were being questioned, the questions from our underinformed and uh, ill-informed lawmakers. That doesn't mean they won't take on the challenge, though. They don't know crap. I mean, the questions they're asking don't even pertain to what they're talking about. I mean, they're superficial or irrelevant at best. Like they're not even they don't even know anything about what's going on. I think if you give them an opportunity, they'll take it though. Let's I know I said we would all hope <laughs> yes that our elected leaders would say, "Hey, NCAA, shove no. it." No. We got other things to deal with here. Take this back. You guys figure this out. No, we want it all. It's a billion dollar enterprise and uh you guys have screwed it up to this point. You you guys take care of yourselves. Uh no, it's a mess. I mean, it's a mess cuz now it was wild wild west when it first opened and the sure. NCAA didn't have any plan to handle it and that's why we are where we are. And now, you know, the schools are going to the states and the NCAA is going to the feds and to the US Congress trying to get this thing get some control asking yeah, once you find out who's in all these different divisions and who's leaving Pac-12 and all this get together and say we need a commissioner with a real live committee to tell us what we can do in NIL and not and we need as well, your, a your, group your leaders at the NCAA are urging the U.S. Congress to help with that. No, don't give them, the, them, don't give the, them the authority to do it because they'll say, I think we can do it, and you know what it'll end up being. Where's the, where's the uh, less government crowd when you need them? Uh, good, good, good Lord. Keep, you keep saying the words billions and billions <laughs> of dollars. Okay, we'll get involved then. Give us an opportunity. We'll show you how to do it. Oh, man. All right, Jeannie's out of the bottle, toothpaste out of the tube, and they don't know what to do about it, no. and uh, they're passing the buck on this deal. Uh, and that's you know par for the course, I guess. We'll come back. When we do, we'll pick up the other NFL news being made at the owners' meetings. Also, Texas baseball getting ready to fire it up in the Big 12 tournament. Ty will take us through the hot or not topics. It's B&E on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Coming up, we'll pick up that uh, NIL conversation, state versus federal, NCAA versus uh, universities. And the uh, Texas legislature is about to send a transformative NIL bill to Governor Greg Abbott's desk. We'll get you some more details on that, the key points, and how it will change things moving forward in the great state. But, uh, Buck, do you have a tip for the kids? Yeah, finish strong, E. This is it. You know, I love going down the stretch. This is the time. They're done. Are they? Hayes in the barn. You know the last Don't say week that. Of, Come you know on. The last week of you know there's a teacher out there still giving, giving out better not be. assignments. They're watching movies, going oh, to the park. I remember when my kids were there doing their last couple of weeks of school or whatever, they had teachers that were giving them things like assignments to do. I'm like, really? Yeah, they're not doing that. The strong finish was previous. Finals. No. Oh, That's no. when you're getting assigned the book report. Getting, yeah. you gotta, you got to pick that book that you're thinking about all summer. Well, it's like the last three days of school. <sighs> you know, book reports. Teach are, on. No, that, what are you talking about? For the you, next year. Teach well, on, well, E. You know, you can give like a summer reading list recommendation kind of thing. Did you do that? Did you have summer reading list? Oh, yeah. But, I did but that was my parents. Yeah. I, oh, the parents did it? No, yeah. I had from teachers. Same here. My Catholic schools was like, here, here's a list of books we want you to read. That's the only the time. The Batan Death March or something like that. I mean, really? That's the only time I ever got questioned on my, my work not being mine because I pretty much copied an, an entire summary from Google on, on one summer. and yeah, You would have been I didn't have the Googles. chat GPT thing. Oh. I had no Googles at that time. I didn't have the Googles. <laughs> I, was, I was a morning of study, last-minute guy. 
procrastinator. I, but I, I did. But my family did have the Encyclopedia Britannica. The whole some yeah, sales. We had, that. we had that. Some salesman sold my mom the whole thing. That thing lasted yeah, for like come hundred door years. And sell you the whole. How many books is that? Oh, it's I mean, oh, volume after volume. Oh my god! I mean, did you have the whole thing to took it's up the whole to bookcase? Yeah, it's A to Z. And you have to open it up, tie, and look up any topic you like. I know, I know what an encyclopedia is. <laughs> Oh, I forget. That's the only way we could sometimes. work off of the old nah. Encyclopedia Britannica. That's right. uh, it's interesting because I was I love to read, but mostly I read like um, I love to read my Sports Illustrated. I'd get yes. it and I'd read it cover to cover, and I'd and read I, sports magazines. And mine's and is read, my Sears and Robot catalog. I can't read that. Oh, I wouldn't read it. But my mother and my brother that, and my that dad, one section with the ladies—they're like voracious readers. They read like big old volume books and stuff. But uh, yeah, we had a summer reading list typically, which was oh, good. Oh man, Catcher right. in the Rye. Um, that was uh, a summer summer book one year. Yeah, it was one of mine. Got to keep the brain. Got to keep the mind sharp. Waiting for Godot. Something to do with death of a salesman. I mean, I had to read all these different ones for for uh, death of a mockingbird. Is no. Death of a mock. That's to kill a mockingbird. To kill a mockingbird. Right? <laughs> death, death of a, a mockingbird. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new oh, one. <laughs> kill a I, I like that better. I like the I like the sound of that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we'll we'll let, we'll light the one. mood coming up with uh, hot or not uh, with Ty. Also, as we said, one hour from now we'll be talking to Texas head baseball coach David Pierce. Obviously, we normally talk to Coach P on a Tuesday on a Thursday, but they'll be playing hopefully on Thursday. Yeah, I hear my wife cousin at me now. Sorry, honey. We will. Uh, it's an accident. Yeah, Bucky, if you missed the t- start of the show, grabbed his phone on his way out the door and his wife's. Yeah, she's got the big block thing. It's got the little yellow thing, just like mine. But hers is massive. So you have her phone. She's woken up and she's like, "Where's my phone?" Oh no, she's she's listening right now and cussing into the radio right now. She can't she even w- text you to yell at you. Well, she can <laughs> she can email me to my phone, but she hasn't done that yet. She will. She oh, oh it's coming. There's yeah. a lot coming for me. Believe me. Well, coming for nil in the state of Texas. Now, here is the interesting part of this uh, House bill that has passed the Texas Senate. Uh, we just told you about talking about the NCAA going to the federal level to try to get some oversight nationally. Uh, meanwhile, states are m- pushing new rules and new bills through. And the one that's going through in the state of Texas, Buck, to me, what I find really intriguing is it's going to allow donors. So we know, like, Texas has the Texas One Fund, right? Yep. Um, you know, the Aggies have, what, their 12th man uh, plus, you know, plus plus one or whatever it's called, 12th man deal. They're all over the state. Every school has one. And they're the... Uh, you know, they, they are the, the clearinghouse, essentially, for NIL if a donor wants to donate. Well, this bill will make it legal and allow donors to receive points, like tickets and parking and donate for donations earmarked in NIL. Like, this is what the Longhorn Foundation does, right? When you donate to the Longhorn right. Foundation, you get better tickets, access to better tickets, Texas OU game. Parking. Parking, all the things that come with the more you donate, the more points you acquire, the better you do. Well, now this bill will allow that to that same model to be used for the NIL uh, collectives, and um, you know that is that's that's a big change because that wasn't allowed previously. It was, was against the law. Now it's not going to be, and so you know the um, you know the 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 donors can now it's in their best interest to not just donate to the Longhorn Foundation. It's also in their best interest to donate to NIL and specifically target dollars for the NIL uh, to be distributed to student-athletes. Uh, that's a big change. That's a big change. And that, by, by my read, that will only be in Texas. I mean, that's a, that law in Texas will be different than the law in other states, which, of course, Texas competes against teams from all over, not just Texas. The majority are here, but 
uh, or a large number in this great state. But, uh, yeah, um, it, and according to this, Jeremy Crabtree writes it this way. The Texas legislature is set to send a transformative NIL bill to Governor Greg Abbott's desk. National experts believe the Lone Star State's move could signal a tipping point for NIL on the state level. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yes, so again, but the biggest thing I see is that the Longhorn, it can be just like the Longhorn Foundation, that perks come from the more you give Correct. to the NIL. Uh, which again, I you know we've talked to folks with uh, Texas One Fund. Our buddy Nick Shuley will be in here tomorrow. He works with the Clark Field Collective, which is still a collective. Uh, but Texas One Fund, you know, is a different animal. And the ability, and the one thing Nick has told us, we we talked to Wheels right from the uh, Texas One Fund and the guys that run that. You know, the numbers are not as great as you would think, even at Texas. I mean, they've got one big donor out of Houston that's really carrying the carrying a lot of the weight with the NIL deals that they've done so far. Uh, but you know that money runs out, and they're what they would like to have is a sustaining group of you know large group of sure. UT donors, whether they're giving twenty bucks a month or two hundred bucks a month or more to fill up the coffers to be able to for you know commit to this constant stream of NIL deals that are coming in, and of course it's a five hundred one c three, so they you know they they get the, the student athletes involved in charities and use them in that way, and it, it becomes a tax situation as well. Uh, so this is moving forward. It obviously, as we said, President Jay Hartzell, the leaders of Texas, the leaders of Texas A&M were instrumental in working the halls of the Texas State Senate to get this thing pushed through and kind of written the way it's going to be favorable, I think is a good way to put that. Uh, and But again, Texas's rules will be different than Louisiana's rules and Arkansas's rules. And, you know, this is why the NCAA, some would say, Correctly arguing to the U.S. Senate, the United States government, that, hey, we need one rule for everybody. We need a blanket. We can't be doing this state by state because we compete across state lines in these sports. And, one, you know, one rules for one, one rule for the other. Uh, it's safe to say it's a mess. It's like traffic on 35. It's gridlock. So essentially would it be like you have to register with this federal agency and give your money to them, and they disperse it? Would that be how it's, it works? Who? State agency? No, no, no. This will still be running through the Texas One Fund. No, I'm talking about with if the, they do. the bill. Which one? For Texas or for the nation? For the nation that they're trying to pay. Are they trying to say, like, give us your money first so we can regulate it, and then we'll disperse it throughout the athletes or whatever? No, no, no. no, no they're no, not no. saying anything no, no, no. yet. They're not. What the end, we, we go back to what we said with the uh, There's two different bills here. The one, this is a state deal in Texas. Oh, okay. And then there's yes. what's happening at the U.S. Congress and U.S. Senate. Um, the, the, the NCAA would like the U.S. Senate. They'd like for them to. Correct. Yeah, because the with this, yes. that, but that's the issue, right? Because they don't want all the states having different rules. That's exactly that's right. right. Exactly what's going on here. But and again, this is all because the NCAA. We've said this over and over again. Wash your hands of it. Well, the NCAA quickly. kicked the can down the road year after yep. year after year when this was obviously coming. They allowed it to get to the U.S. Supreme Court, who voted nine to nothing, that their model was beyond ridiculous. Uh, and yes, and I, I mean, it led that ruling, the nine nothing ruling in the Supreme Court, 
years ago led to NIL and it being the wild, wild west. But the NCAA had done nothing to prepare for it. No, they didn't prepare for it at all. Uh, and they just opened the floodgates. As I've always said, the uh, the parallel would be you let the water dam up at the dam uh, year after year after year. And instead of, you know, letting the water out slowly, you just tore the dam down. I mean, essentially, you just tore the dam down, and now the water, whew, it's it's rushing, and it's flooding everything, and no one knows how to deal with it. And now here we are, you know, 18 months into the NIL. And people don't think it's fair. Well, sure, because there's no rules. There's no oversight, and there's no one to—, to, to so teen, everyone's just every man for himself, essentially, every person for himself. And so schools are going to the state to make sure the rules are in their favor. And now the NCAA, as we said yesterday, or said earlier this hour— has gone and a part of the the letter sent that outlined what the what the NCAA would like in a federal college sports bill would be create a regular you create yeah. a regulatory body that can enforce which these they rules could have done to, within themselves a long time they should have done a yes. long time ago right a long time ago this was obviously coming it was a freight train that you know a wall of water to keep the the dam now they want somebody going. else to do the work and and exactly the people you don't want doing it <laughs> That's, yeah. That's not the ones right? you want. I mean, it's come on, you pinheads. What are we doing? I'm just thinking. I mean, still, once again, if they can, once they get all these, all these, all this stuff happens with the leagues and who's where and who's going where or whatever. I know that's going to be ever changing. So every every year, something else will happen or whatever. But talking about the they, portal, yeah, not the portal. No, with with conferences, who's going where, who's going to be in this for the next twenty years? I mean, can they then come in and say, okay, we can take over, we can. We can have our own committee to do this. We'll go to the presidents. But in different states, I mean, down in the south, in the far south, I mean, in the deep south, they're not going to want the same as what what they're having. What the NCAA is is talking to U.S. Congress about now has nothing to do with conference realignment. It's about the No, I'm not talking about the realignment. I'm just talking about as a group of of getting your own commissioner and your own committees together instead of going, you don't want to go to Congress. You don't want them doing this. I know. They were there yesterday. And they want a regulatory body created by, again, federal college sports bill. Dude, that becomes too. too and there a lot of corruption will be involved in that. You think? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I would hope not, but I would think yes, a lot. I mean, again, the the draft letter they sent ahead of the testimony this week would allow NIL deals. They're not trying to put a cap on that, but the two big keys is they want the feds to create a regulatory body that they should have created a long time ago. Correct. They could have done that. And they want the feds to give the NCAA legal protection, which is... When they screw up. Well, no, they're going to screw up so, a lot. Because they want the ability to go in and enforce the rules that the feds create in this new new body, a new, new regulatory body, but they don't want to be able to be sued for it. And this is what goes on right now because of the not, the U.S., you know, all the all the court rulings have gone against the NCAA in this. So... When when the NCAA, NCAA does try to come in and sure. enforce punishment on a school, you can't do that. You can't. Do they that. sue them. Yeah, they sue them, and of course, this is what was bankrupting the NCAA is the legal fees and all these lawsuits that they were losing. Uh, so again, this was a big component of what they're asking the feds for, which is legal protection, to where we can come in and enforce these rules, but you can't sue us. Um, this is just the rule. Oh yeah, this thing is going down a slippery well, the, slope. Really I mean, the fast. colleges need to do that. I mean, they need the presidents. Not the coaches, the presidents of the universities. Well, remember when the guy, the big booster, the billionaire at Miami, University of Miami, was setting up these NIL deals and these funds and was doing it pretty blatantly. Sure. And, you know, the the NCAA had a statement out that you can't do this, and the, the billionaire guy goes, Ruiz said, then let's go to court. Yeah. We'll win. <laughs> come do it. Come try to stop me. 
Yeah, we legal just had the Supreme Court said we can. Legal precedent's on my side. And uh, you come in here and try to enforce penalties on the University of Miami, I will sue you, or on me or us, we will sue you immediately, and we will win. And so this is why they're talking to the U.S. Senate and the you know, U.S. Congress trying to get something on a federal level. This is a mess. All right, we'll be back. Uh, we'll lighten the mood. Ty will lead us through some hot or not topics. We'll get back into this Nikola Jokic debate. Uh, what a uh, an all-time great player he is uh, showing himself to be in this run, in the last three-year run with the Denver Nuggets. Plus, uh, Ty's got some stuff we've missed halfway through a Tuesday edition of B&E. What's hot? And what's not? What's Hot, What's Not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Visit us at TXOrtho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot Not, this uh, conversation, NIL, state versus federal, not hot, but it's factual and it's happening, unfortunately. Somebody says, why can't the Power Five just get together and set their own rules? Well, most anticipate that's going to happen. Right. But what the NCAA does, once conference realignment locks in, and I don't think it'll be a Power Five. I think it's be a Power Four uh, with the Pac-12. And they're going to say goodbye dissolving. to the NCAA, period. Yep, yep. they're going to run their own show. And uh, the NCAA will regulate everything else. But uh, Power Five football will be run by the conferences. Very similar to ba- what basketball really is with the NCAA, right? Well, the NCAA runs. The revenue the NCAA makes comes from March Madness. Right. That's the, that's, they run that. But they don't touch football, and football is going to further sit. Now, the NCAA will still oversee the schools not in the Power Five to play football. But, or the Power Four, which is where I think it's headed. Um, and, and that's where it'll become more and more well, like... Well, they the agree on a commissioner, you think? I mean, oh, just yeah, one then, to oversee the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, then the four commissioners will get to agree with the, with the, with the conference leaders. Hire somebody to And hire it. a commissioner or a, a group that runs that. And that will be separate from what the NCAA oversees. So they really couldn't have done it before. I mean, the preparation could have been made, oh, just for oversight of what was going to happen. I mean, it's not like they? this... I mean, Are you, when you say they, I mean, because for what, the colleges, they knew. I mean, as you said, well, we they knew they were coming. They needed the NCAA to be weakened, which it was by the Supreme Court rulings and the other Correct. court rulings. So they've been neutered. And now the TV, so big, big time football is going to move on to its own entity. Yes. Uh, NCAA will run everything else. They're going to have their own commission. Under the new rules that are going to likely be guided by the feds, by federal rules. Uh, but the question will be will that new power four be under that same federal regulation and rule? I doubt it. I doubt it. But that's where we're headed in college athletics. Okay, uh, Ty has here. By the way, my favorite meme after last night with the Nuggets beat the Lakers four straight. Remember the uh, the up-close shot of LeBron James when he flopped and got a foul call on, on Nikola Jokic? The broom. And, yeah, and someone handed him a towel courtside, and he said thanks. Oh, the beer ski? The, the, well, they, the, someone has took, taken made a gif or a gif of someone handing LeBron a broom. The front of a broomstick, and it says, and he says, "Oh, thanks, thanks." Yeah, LeBron swept, scored forty, but only nine in the second half last night. Jokic MVP. Ty said it would be a short series, and you were right, my friend. And you think the Heat close out tonight? I think so. I think Boston they're defeated. You know that, and especially playing at Miami, that crowd's going to be ready. I think. Um, I think Miami and Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, they want to rest a few days before the NBA Finals. Not yeah, they don't want to have about, another one after this. They don't want to have to travel up to Boston and deal with that. So I, th- I think it's over tonight. Okay. Ten points. Yeah, well, Boston looked like they're ready to stay on South Beach out in Game 3. They're ready to be done. Hey, this is a good place to start our offseason. Sure. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. What do you have for us, T.Y.? Uh, Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement yesterday. Spent eight seasons in Denver. Did not reach a championship because they just made it to their first one. But is he top three nugget of all time? Nugget? 
Well, Jokic. Or a top, here's another, top 50 player all time. He's, he's a, already made that, I believe, hasn't he? He's a top, 50 the top scorers, all-time right? scorer. Yeah. Without doesn't, have a doesn't have a championship. Doesn't have a champion. He's in the vein of, of James Harden. I mean, those kind of guys. They're great offensive players. Like, Was he ever an MVP? No. I James Worthy better. Big game James? Big game James was better. Well, he won championships. He won NCAA right. championships. I'll say this for Carlo Mello Anthony. He ended the Longhorns' run to a national championship in basketball. With T.J. Ford and but he Rick did win a championship team. with Syracuse, correct? He did, and he was the reason. Won was, several gold medals too. He did. No, he's a very decorated player, and he was a great international, no doubt. And Team USA, definitely a top five. He's no Alex Team English. USA guy. He's but no that, Alex English. But but was <laughs> like you know again was never he didn't elevate his team. No, he was a great scorer, not good on the defensive end. But yeah, when he was playing with Jordan and those guys, Team USA, he was really good. Really good. Well, Durant and all them. Uh, but, yeah. Wife made a lot of money in but Longhorn, real estate. Longhorn fans remember Carmelo Anthony, Syracuse. Oh, man. Ending the run uh, to a potential national championship back in the early 2000s. Uh, he has retired after 19 seasons. We're back. It's being on the horn.